Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. It feels really good. I've said that about 400 times over the last two years. Today is the two-year anniversary of Best Served Podcast launching. Best Served Podcast 360 now. Uh, plus, we have a whole bunch of unnumbered episodes. So yeah, about 400. And uh, we're going to we're gonna talk about it a little bit. And wanted to bring back my friend Elon Wenzel of Element Knife Company, who was the very first guest, kind of co-host, on november 18th 2019 we went live on facebook and instagram no fucking clue what i was doing <laughs> and uh, we posted a video today on our on our youtube and you can check it out on facebook and stuff and and it's funny we uh there's a little clip of the two of us being like wait where are we looking what camera are we looking at no clue what we're doing but it was so important for me to just get the stories out there and uh truly honored have spent two years communicating with all of you and it started in in hard times uh the live show the the web show and i'll talk about that a little bit more as we go on we're going to talk about the audio only podcast true audio episodes that we started with the first 37 episodes before the pandemic came about march 18 2020 started going live on facebook again no clue and you can see some of that in this kind of evolution of the show video and i think we got a little blooper video dropping tomorrow as well and uh and then it was about hustle and communicate you know i like so many of you were just like i don't know what the fuck to do now you know restaurants were shutting down all of my consulting business went down to zero in like a quick span found myself a few months later on unemployment never imagined that in my life and i think a lot of us dealt with that and going live on Facebook and tech issues. And I was like, I need to hustle and communicate. I need to show up for myself and for all of you. So when I say thank you for, as always for tuning in, I truly mean that. Thank you. A lot of you that I got to interact with helped me. It was therapy a little bit through the early days of the pandemic, getting to interact with you in this way. And uh, almost six months, I was on seven days a week, did not skip a single day because I wanted to show up for everybody because that's all I could do in those those tough times and just kept finding and finding and finding people brought into our orbit who believed the same things who wanted to amplify the worth and work of those that feed their community and at any given time now we have 13 14 15 16 people working on best service it's unbelievable truly grateful all right I want to bring in Elon I'm on my own too usually you all know Sophie's in the background look the the banner is still up I don't even know how to take the banner off so we're not going to have as many bills and whistles Sophie isn't here to back me up I'm going to be uh show running myself so apologies ahead of time but we're just going to have a little raw real conversation with Elon Wenzel uh Elon so good to see you likewise Yes, the knives look good in the background. We're going to talk about that. That's a different setting for you than when we first met. I want to take people back personally, you and I, and then we'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, November 18th and what that was like and, and what it's Ooh. been like since, uh, especially since the pandemic, because our lives have 
changed pretty significantly since then. So you and I yeah. first met in 2010 when I was the chef de cuisine at Tag Restaurant. You right. were behind the sushi counter at Sushi Sasa where you were for yeah. over a decade. And you brought in some knives with a Japanese knife broker. And uh, it was the first time I had seen those types of knives, the knives, a lot of them that are behind you. Uh, I ended up over the years between Tag, Row 14, uh, at some point, I had enough knives that I could have bought a car for, right? <laughs> and so, you know, it's that it's that life for sure. So uh, I want to go back to, to that time because I think it sets the tone for your trajectory. Uh, sure. 2010, when you started just driving a Japanese knife broker around to your chef buddies and uh, and hawking some knives. Like, what, what was right. just there? So, um, you know, commonplace for me, Japanese cutlery, I trained sushi in Japan in 2004, started making sushi in 99. Um, and it was common that uh, this an old Japanese guy would come around unannounced making cold calls with a suitcase full of knives. And we ended up kind of becoming friends over the years. Um, I, I would, and I'm very inquisitive. So I, you know, he would stop and typically around our lunch break uh, in the Japanese kind of sushi bar scenario we would close between lunch and dinner service and he knew to come right then so that uh he knew we would all have time to uh come look at right. his wares and i would buy a thing or three or four from him every time he, he stopped by and uh, over the years with our conversations i realized he was only going to japanese restaurants and i happened to be friends with a lot of chefs in the denver area and i just said his name is tetsuya he goes by ted i was like ted I bet if I just gave you the numbers of my friends in Denver, you could go make sales calls and kill right. it. And he was like, can you drive me around and call and make the appointments? And I was like, oh, my day off, it sounds like a pain in the ass. Uh, but of course <laughs> I appreciated him and I wanted to help him out. So uh, that's how it all started. And in and he just crushed it. He just absolutely crushed it. And so we both crushed had this it. aha moment of, uh, maybe we can You're do like, this wait a minute, a there's some money yeah. in this thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and unsolicited, he cut me a commission check because he just probably quadrupled his sales. And so for a handful of years, uh, we drove all over Colorado, uh, peddling knives. And in those days driving around, I learned more about him, more about the manufacturer that they didn't sell direct. Uh, and he basically made an, uh, and I, he, I also learned he wanted to retire. And he made an offer to me saying, look, you can sell knives when I'm not in town. And we kind of reversed it. So I ended up cutting him a commission, a commission of what I sold and basically bought the business out from him. Yes. So just right place, right time. Uh, and for me, it was perfect. I love knives. And this was really more of a hobby and a side hustle in the beginning, but saw the potential. And so always wanted to work towards having a retail space. So cool. Uh, I love you took the side hustle. Wait, first you took the passion and then you truly <laughs> yeah. believe in something that yeah. was one of the instruments of your success as a sushi chef for so long. And then turning that into a little bit of a side hustle, create, you saw that first check. You're like, hold up, wait a minute. Like I can make some money off this shit. Let's, let's think about this a little bit. Then all of a sudden you said, okay, now I'm going to take this on a little bit more seriously, right? You started to kind of peel away from Sushi Sasa. You started making a lot of uh, calls. You would go and call on restaurants. You'd go and sharpen knives at restaurants. You'd, you'd, you'd drive around and, and hit up all the chefs. Then you got into to online and being able to, to ship knives as well. And it was just like this. I'm in the, the basement studio right now. Like the video we posted today, I'm in my car in the Choose Fitness like parking lot with a headset on like, we, we had to get it out. 
I remember going to your your place because we literally lived <laughs> yes. right next door to each other and just Guys, fucking knives piled <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it was like in place of furniture. I was like, is he gonna ask me to sit on that pile of Santoku knives over there? Is that like where I'm gonna sit right now when we when we chop it up a little bit? So it was really great to just see that. Like you just figure out a way. And for you, there was massive outlays of cash. It's fucking scary. And it was so cool and so inspiring to see you. And then you and I talked a lot. And this is huge for me because I think content is such an unlock for us to be able to tell our personal stories, our professional stories, to be able to let people know what we believe in and what we're working on. And you were out there. We talked about it. Like, you're not selling knives. You're selling mastery of knife work. And it was like a light bulb moment. And then you're out here making content where you're showing people technique and, and you're showing people how to utilize different styles of knives on different ingredients, right? And and then you are sharpening knives and your sharpening technique is like none I've ever seen. Do yourselves a favor, people. There'll be links to, to you check out some content from Elon. Nice. Watching, watching you sharpen a blade on a stone is like poetry. And so now... You said, I'm going all in. You started a little kiosk shop at Broadway Market. That's Broadway right. Market completely folded and said, we're, we're shutting it down. But they had another location, <laughs> Stanley Marketplace. So not only did you yes. go to a new location, you expanded your footprint. What the hell were you thinking, man? <laughs> uh, survival. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I so I, I, after a lot of, thought on my end and it was really if i if i'm honest with myself it was really fear and comfort and complacency that kept me from moving forward and kind of those golden handcuffs um but i i decided to just like you know i'm young enough i have enough uh uh energy to to do this and i better do it now before i i really regret it and i really believed in the product and it, it, i i had to kind of find my way a little bit and what my and element knife company's identity is and it, i knew it was always support and education but it just took a little doing it to really kind of have that come to the, to the top and so decided to quit my day job and when you're with a company for that many years it's kind of a breakup almost right so a lot of yeah. feels to get through there and I, I love making sushi still right i i had to come to terms with leaving a job that i absolutely uh loved and um but right i can come back to it if i needed to so uh quit my day job uh didn't exactly have a plan i just knew i needed to get involved mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh did a bunch of pop-up shops did some um fetch market type stuff and did some i sponsored the koshan tour the That's north right. american tour in 2019 i was going all over the country just with a suitcase full of knives, kind of like Ted I, was. I uh, remember. <laughs> so hold on, I want to paint a picture for people. You look like an assassin in a movie that packed up <laughs> these like hard plastic cases. Look like like you probably were packing sniper rifles in them. You had multiple yeah. of them, all of these like boxes. You're kind of handy. So you like retrofitted your own stuff and you, you'd be packing out. I was like, he's he's going on a hit. He got contracted. <laughs> yeah. To, to knock somebody off in Kansas City, but he's going to Cachon. And I remember yeah. that. And then I'd see you pop up your little stand. It looked sharp. It looked pro, right? So, you know, you were getting out there. And it's kind of that thing where, like, it looked pro, just like this. But I still have no idea what the hell I'm doing. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, you and I talking, I was like, you're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing at this thing, but I'm going to talk about knives and I'm going to, like, 
geek out on talking about Japanese folded steel and what's that, you know? And yeah, so we, we just want to share our passion. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like fervently it, it, it like is so in you that you almost you almost vibrate at a different frequency when you get the opportunity to talk <laughs> about knives i just sometimes like to hear you talk about knives it's like it's like hearing a nice bedtime story you're just like oh, that feels <laughs> right you know so yeah so now you know thinking about over the last two years right november 18th 2019 once again came over to, to my spot we sat at the kitchen table I was like, I want you to help me launch this show, Best Served Podcast. And Best Served Podcast was all about what we called Unsung Hospitality Heroes. It was like, I want to be able to hear from not just the people that I know, the people that have a name brand, a namesake. I wanted them to be able to introduce me to somebody new, somebody I'd never heard of, somebody who maybe never, and most of the people that I'm alluding to, had never been invited to be a part of any kind of media or tell their story before. And so the, the premise was I have a, a primary guest and, you know, maybe 45 minutes with that guest was a full hour podcast. They would nominate somebody and that second person would have a 10, 15 minute spot to kind of talk about them on your episode. Right. And so you were the very first as you and I kind of co-hosting that day. And then we started out Josh Nuremberg, one of our favorite uh, restaurant tours was was on. We had Jose Salazar from Mita's and. Goose and Elder out in Cincy, Eric Chiapetta from Chef or Death, Alyssa Thorpe from Jagged Mountain, like really great people in each of them. Everything those guys, anything those guys touch is gold. Yeah, they do. 100%. So, and then, and then for you, uh, you, TJ Hobbs, I was like, it took me a second there. You had TJ (laughs) Hobbs, who used to be a a chef running around with the Breckenridge Wincoop group. I remember on a Chris Cena. So when I met and who also took a different trajectory, right, was like chef like us and then said, I'm going in media. What the hell do I know about that? You're going into knives. Yes, you know everything about that. And he went into uh, started working for uh, Autoclore, I believe, and was like working dishwashers and support at that level. Why was that somebody that you wanted to highlight? You know, um, over the years at FASA, I got to know him because he was our Autoclore uh guy and every time he came in he was friendly he had a smile uh he just had this energy that brightened up the place and that was inviting to me so i would talk to him and chat him up and we i realized that we were uh that he was a chef and we were colleagues in that regard Mm -hmm. and learn more about him and um I just thought he did an amazing job i mean if if we had the smallest of issue with any of our equipment he was there within an hour because he's uh, been so on the other help. side right oh, he yeah. knows what it yeah. feels like yep and so uh, i really thought he was a hero in that regard um and to watch him move up through the ranks and mm. just like he did in the restaurant industry so uh, i thought it was worth a mention um he had that same kind of passion and energy for stuff and just kind of cares about what he does and you know i'm all uh, I'm a big proponent of pride, but like the right kind of pride. And he embodied that too. Right. To pride, not, not vanity, not like That's those right, vanity yeah. metrics that we sometimes play into. Uh, and it's interesting thinking about, thinking about that because it's hard. I even talk about this, you know, my handle right here is chef Jensen Cummings because it's been that for so, so long. Yet I also grapple with like, am I a chef now? Am I only a chef because I work 75 hours a week for, you know, 
15 years and like burnt out and and did some horrible things to my brain body my mental health <laughs> you know people that were were loving working for me people that i think i'm the biggest asshole ever like i had to like grapple with all of that and i was i felt like i now I had my shot and I just, I couldn't endure the intensity of being that, that all-star player, but I hope still, and I still have a little bit of that pride, maybe vanity to be like, I still want to go to the hall of fame. I want to have a major impact on this industry and the people of this industry. I just can't do it as a player. Maybe I can do it as a coach. And then I'm like, maybe if you're chef, you're always chef to the people that you made an impact yeah. on oh, just yeah. like you're always coach. And so, you know, it's hard to think about that a little bit as like we, we grapple with our, our role, moving into the future and, and you know for me this legacy is so important like fifth generation chef restaurateur i have two young sons and a brand new daughter thank you very much Gorgeous. uh to complete yeah. <laughs> the family and i looked at them i was like do i want them to be the sixth generation and a couple of years ago it's like fuck no 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 way do i want them to go into this industry yeah i tried to walk away completely I'm too in love with it. So I had to figure out a way that I could bring a positive influence and best served was in part a way to atone, but also to help change the industry. And I see you doing the same thing in the way that you're like, I want us to have pride, to have pride in the work that we do and the ingredients that we use in the tools that we have. So that's that we can exactly the right. Best work forward. And I really feel that, again, you're not selling knives, you're selling this mastery of, of knives. But what I've seen as maybe the next evolution for you that I've been so grateful to like notice is that you now, I see you like recognizing somebody else's ability or where they're at and where they're hoping to go. And you like get them into the right knife, not the best knife, not the most expensive knife. Cause you were a little like, I only want the elite elite when you started. And now you're like, there's a knife for everybody. That's There's right. a tool for everybody. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And to your point, yeah, in the beginning, uh, I just was so excited to share the best of the best. And I was trying to force feed that down people's throats. Right. It, but it's uh, uh, it's not about me at this point any longer, yeah. uh, if it ever was. It's it's about being a service, um, about being a resource. And so uh, as I grow, I'm able to bring on a broader roster of tools and that is just going to be more helpful. And uh, part of what we offer too is free education. It's part of that whole yes. support. So, like, as chefs, if you want, if you're local and you're in the in chef industry uh, or restaurant industry, and you're a chef, a young chef, an old chef, whatever, if you want to up your game, I tell people to just stop by the shop, and we'll have a one-on-one -on -one knife sharpening lesson. I can bring you right behind the counter, give you the talk to you about what I believe are the most two really two most important fundamentals on knife sharpening, no matter what methods you impart, you want mm -hmm. to utilize those. And so it's just all about that, getting you the right tools. And we're chefs, right? And you and I have talked a lot about this. It's the macro and the micro and the right tools will uh, absolutely fall into those sensibilities because this, this is our chosen profession and it's hard work, right? And so we deserve the best. And I want to get it the best into your hands, whether or the right stuff anyway. And then our customers deserve the best. Our employers deserve the best. And it just can be all synergistic that way. So Ooh, yes. synergistic. Yeah, that's a, that's a serious <laughs> word there, man. Yeah, I love it. I love seeing I love seeing the whole trajectory, man. And I just wanted to like highlight that because I'm so grateful for the friendship that we've had. So grateful for learning from you and watching you. 
and and also being able to impart some wisdom big old air quotes uh to you as well because when you're yeah, an entrepreneur 100%. it gets it gets lonely like you're very much on an island sometimes and sure. so to have somebody else to bounce ideas off of and stuff like that has been been really great uh yeah there, the there, insider there tip less yeah have have yeah. elon show you how to sharpen knives uh but what i do is i just I just hand them over the fence and then <laughs> have Elon sharpen them because they're always, <laughs> always better. So what's uh, what's happening in 2022 as we look to the next year? What's happening? What's you, what are you most excited about? What are you most nervous about? Uh, what's going Ooh, on? Uh, surviving is the new thriving. So, mm. uh, you know, most nervous about that. Uh, our trends going to continue? Are things going to change? I mean, obviously we know that uh, people aren't going to purchase the same way, but are, are any uh, elements of the old going to play into that? We hope so. Um, bringing on some new brands and more products. Uh, uh, so more products. Your on, shop is already yeah. decked out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're swooping up three new, maybe four, actually maybe five brands if everything works out, uh, coming to the shop in 2022. And... Uh, I'm not going to mention it yet, but I have some uh, big plans for uh, Element Knife Company in terms of its services and education. So, um, I yes, it. I love hearing good. all of that. Well, appreciate you uh, really like sharing the knowledge. I think that's the number one thing that we need to do. We get so tunnel visioned in what we're doing, get stuck in our four walls, and there's so much abundance. There's so much support. There's so many people that really want to see others succeed in this industry. And yes, often there's competition and the restaurant down the street is taking butts and seats away from you, quote unquote. But the reality is like we need to find ways to uplift each other. We need to acknowledge each other, the good yeah, and the Den bad. It's yeah. important, right? Den Denver is better than than most at that or denver metro colorado mm -hmm. in particular is very good at supporting one another but it's going to be more important now than ever more the, important now than ever the, yep. the the pie is big enough to have friendly competition and if we just support one another and are nice to one another uh and hey. we all understand we're in this together we'll, we'll imagine that yes get out of that <laughs> cut and control scarcity survival mode mindset start to shift to that abundant invest growth mindset i think it's super important and keep leveling up that education uh and that engagement and keep posting content you elon keep posting content i love it i love that you uh put yourself out there got on tiktok you're you're out there making sure that you're getting <laughs> yeah, instagram exactly. contact and facebook contact educational stuff so i want to see a lot more of it elon wenzel everybody of element knife company really appreciate you Appreciate you. Thanks, Jen. All right. Take care. Cheers. Okay. All right, everybody. Elon Wenzel, again, first ever guest, uh, November 18th, 2019. Today, November 18th, 2021 is two years since the very first time that uh, started this this podcast. So looking over the next few, uh, few weeks, there's going to be a lot of content that kind of uh, reflect on the last two years. Every day, going to be posting one of the original 37 episodes that were the audio-only podcast when we were just on Anchor and Google, Apple, Spotify, before we started doing the full web show series and uh, sharing those. It's going to be really great, just even for me, some kind of trips down memory lane, the clumsiness of what I was trying to create. But it didn't matter. It was just about getting those stories out there. And I was fully committed to that. And I hope that that 
resonates. We're going to have some vi little video clips of just fun acknowledgments of different guests we've had, different moments, different uh, bloopers. Tomorrow, some great bloopers coming out, especially uh, a lot of kids and cats have jumped in on the show. So we're going to acknowledge them as well. So look out for that. And 2022, uh, for a moment, we're going to really, really focus on content storytelling. Uh, I have this idea that content equals all unlocks to the goals that we have. You know, if you're looking to sell a product like knives, content. If you're looking to get new clients, content. If you're looking to grow your small startup business, content. If you're looking to get a job, hire somebody, content. If you're looking to develop an employee manual, sales deck, content. It's going to be the stories that we tell, the way that we're able to let people know what we're all about, what we believe, why we do what we do, who it is we're here to serve. That's going to unlock a lot of potential. And we're going to filter that through everything that we look at with creating new models for this industry that are equitable, profitable, and sustainable content is going to be the focal point. So you'll be seeing and hearing me talk about that a lot more. The rest of our team will be talking about that a lot more. That's it. Wanted to just uh, go live, speak to all of you. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the comment. You rock. Excited to be on your show, Voice for Chefs, coming up uh, here in a couple weeks. My number one, uh, Betsy is always holding it down literally upstairs with the fam right now, making sure that I can come be with you and, uh, and share this space. So appreciate everybody for, uh, for always. When I say thank you as always for tuning in, I really mean it. Appreciate it. I wore the hat for the throwback back during the pandemic when, <laughs> when I was wearing a hat for every single show because uh, we couldn't get our hair cut. I was feeling a little nostalgic even about that, those moments where it was tough, yet I feel so much better for having gone through it and the, the people and the, the business and the media that I've been able to find. And I'm rambling now just because I'm grateful. I really, I really am. So that's it. That's it for this episode. What was this? Best Served Podcast. Hold on. Like I told you, Sophie's not here. What is this? Best Served Podcast 360 our two-year anniversary, and we got to hear from my buddy Elon Wenzel of Element Knife Company. That's it. You have a great, great evening and a really great 2022. Appreciate you all as always. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.